Progressive Party. Hey, welcome, Wendy. I don't know what show we're on half the time here, but this is awesome. Pilot's Progressive Party today on Wednesdays from 5 to 6. Hey, did you just read that somewhere? (laughs) I have it in my head. Awesome. Hey, uh, so today we got a jam-packed show as always. Good. We have uh, Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson. Nice. Yeah, and then Liz Carr from Stronghearts uh, Native Helpline and talking about that great organization. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So uh, how you been? I haven't seen you all day. I've been really good, and I've been practicing how to say Yosemite Park. Well, you're the only person that's been practicing that uh, isn't uh, uh, orange, right? <laughs> or how does that go? I don't know. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. Well, well, wow is right. So, uh, sad news in St. Paul. There's a five thousand dollar reward for that pit bull that was tied to a tree. I know um, animals and sacred animals are uh, really part of your uh, makeup, and yeah. uh, that's just terrible. And the, well, the good news is is that the Humane Society of the United States (HSUS) is. Uh, offering a $5,000 reward mm-hmm. uh, for anyone with information that would lead to an arrest. So if you know anybody out there who knows anything about this dog and why it was left tied up with its mouth uh, shut, let's let's get this person and, and they need to be prosecuted. Yeah. They oh. need to be prosecuted. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, you know, what we should do here real quick mm-hmm. um, because we haven't talked to our man in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, just a quick segment with him because uh, of all the stuff that was happening. Yeah. Um, we want to put bring uh, Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson on right away awesome. because he's a busy dude. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, welcome to Pilot's Progressive Party. Hey, thank you. And uh, I love talking to you and about that pit bull. I mean, that is just ridiculous. I, I hope uh, St. Paul and Ramsey County can go out there and get whatever uh responsible for that because that's disgusting especially dogs i mean i love dogs mm-hmm. as you guys know and yeah hopefully someone gets them yeah i hope so i really do dave it's it's um and as we all know and i've talked to this uh, talked about this that how there's a correlation between animal abuse and violence towards people and it's it's a it's a big problem we're on the same wavelength Wendy. i was just going to say if you can do that to a dog what are you going to do human because I mean, it's just i mean you're sick in the head and and that just makes me sick i love dogs as you know and i can't say that enough but uh yeah i'm, I'm happy to be on hopefully we can make it more off uh, more often now that hopefully knock on wood that uh stuff's starting to calm down a little bit right hey i got a little teary-eyed and butthurt when i saw you on uh the evil neighbor here uh you got a weekly gig with them huh well I, yeah i do I'll have a, no, monthly. I'll do a monthly or oh, we could gig with you guys if you invite me. I'll, I'll make time because, uh, you're my, the first, my debut on radio and you're, uh, uh, my two favorites. So anytime you want me, uh, I'm with you. Hey, that's awesome. So, uh, we also, what we want to do too is we want to, uh, I saw you post something today. We want to, uh, go to the driving range with you and get our, uh, game back on. So that's a, well, that's an invitation. We'll have our masks on and, and hit the ball a long way. Well, if you're looking for uh, a good golfer, you don't you don't have one with me. I'm just I'm just starting out, and it's relaxing to be outside. And uh, I'm I'm getting better, but I think I'm going to take some lessons just to kind of you know get out rid of my bad habits. But I'd love to golf. Uh, I'm I'm not good though at all. Well, Wendy Wendy took lessons too, and uh, she well that's this this was before she started working out. I think she's going to be able to hit that ball a long way now. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't played in a while either, so. Hey, it was kind of no, exciting no. to see uh, stuff that uh, you've been doing, and one of the things uh, I was really excited that you guys uh, Hennepin County. Uh, I don't know if it's PR department or the sheriff department or whatever. You you guys have an ice cream truck. I saw. Yeah, no, it was uh, actually my, my idea, and then we have a new captain in charge. We have a, a new bureau called the uh, Community Outreach, uh, well before the Floyd thing, but now, it's, you know, uh, we got to get out there and, and repair some relationships. But, yeah, we rented an ice cream truck from a, a local guy in Minneapolis. Uh, he's a really uh, a phenomenal guy. He gave us some extra time for free. Uh, we're going to do a few more times before summer, so we're going we're gonna to hit some inner city stuff, but we also got to get out to the – the western, you know, suburbs are kind of feeling neglected, but it, you know, it's, it's inexpensive. Uh, 
and now I've I've had offers from some uh, local businesses to, to pay for it. Um, a good friend, uh, Ali, who uh, is a big uh, he owns a bunch of restaurants downtown, and he offered to pay. So we're going to go out there a few more times, and it's just fun because nobody you can't get mad at someone. You know, you can't hate the police if they're if they're giving you free ice cream and. It's a good thing to get out there and, and let people know that the sheriff's office, uh, uh, we're back. Uh, we have to come out and serve the people. We have to rebuild relationships. Uh, if it's one ice cream at a time, that's fine. But, uh, uh, we're, we're, we gotta get back and, and get some normality back to our lives and, and let people know that, uh, uh, we're, we're in the reform process. Uh, we're gonna get better. Uh, the community wants us to get better. And, and this is small steps and, you know, this is the fun way to do it. And the, Hard way to do it is, is the tougher conversations, but uh, we'll get there with with some help, of course. I love that idea. Are you actually on the truck, Dave? Well, I rode in the truck, and the only bad thing about riding the truck is it's it's super. I went out on a super hot day, and you got ice cream next to you. So what are you going to do the whole time? And I'm on this. <laughs> I, started, I started this CrossFit, and I have a trainer, and, and she's. I I tell you what, I enjoyed some uh, ice cream. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good for you. One of the craziest things, Hutch, that I saw uh, in my lifetime was I was driving by this cross trainer place, and I saw this person like Wendy running down the street with twenty pounds of sand on her back, five pounds. And I was like, "That looks like Wendy. That couldn't be Wendy." <laughs> Probably was secret life. She had the cross set. It was me. <laughs> no, so, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm still. In the, I'm in. The, I'm in the intro phase. But I have a lot more work to do before I can even. Good and, for you. you. Know, start competing with the average people, but yeah, it's fun. It's, it's actually, I'm I, I'm sorted. I went this morning, and I can't uh, I can't really walk, but I'm okay. Yeah, no pain, no gain. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. There's another thing on our list that you had a meeting with law law enforcement leaders as well as top African American leaders from St. Paul and Minneapolis. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, there was a couple of days ago. We were at that. Actually, we were in St. Paul at that church. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Right in, in Frogtown, there behind, uh, um, right off. Uh, I'm not going to St. Paul, but Charles and, and and something. And it's a very very prominent black church. So we had all the black uh, leaders from St. Paul, Ramsey County, and then we had uh, a lot from Minneapolis. You know, Spike Moss. We had. Uh, uh, new up-and-comer, uh, Lisa uh, Clemens, who's very outspoken, um, and a, a bunch of other ones, young, young African-American men who, who struggled with uh, dealing with the police. And, and uh, you know, it, it was kind of, you know, almost magical. And there's this woman from St. Paul that was speaking, and she's like, yeah, there's bad police officers. I've had bad interactions, but the majority of them are good. Uh, and then, you know, he had the chief, uh, Knight from Minneapolis say, you know, uh, a young man asked him, so the deputy chief, what's the percentage of bad cops in, in Minneapolis? And the chief said, three to six percent. And then he went on to saying, well, guess what? Three to six percent of people in society are bad. The rest mm-hmm. of people in society are good. So, we, you know, people forget we pull police officers and deputies from the general population and three to six percent of them, unfortunately, aren't going to be the best. And, and we have to do a better job of weeding them out because we are held to a higher standard um, than, you know, the average Joe or Jill. Uh, so it's not that much work. Like, we can get 3% three to 6% of the bad people off the street that are, you know, hurting and raping and, and shooting each other. And uh, So we can do the same thing with police, but it comes reform. It comes from kind of redoing how uh, the unions uh, and the agencies can discipline and fire officers, but... Uh, I thought I thought it was it was neat to hear that that uh, three to six percent. I mean that's not good. We ha- we like to have zero percent, but uh, that's manageable in both crime suppression and and getting rid of idiot cops. So I think uh, there's there's hope. Uh, but I just really I ask everybody, regardless of your political affiliation, like law enforcement shouldn't be if you're super liberal or super conservative. It, it shouldn't be. You hate the police. I mean you hate. We all hate bad police. We all hate bad laws. We all hate bad things. But uh, it's not a political. People want to be safe regardless of your political affiliation, your skin color, your economic status. And uh, we're trying. You know, we're not perfect. But I think uh, 
you know, the Floyd murder was horrible, but, you know, I, I, I like to think that some good's going to come up because we're going to finally sit down and say, hey, this is enough for both sides. Put down the guns, quit shooting each other. Uh, the police need to be uh, held accountable. Uh, so it was, it was a magical experience, to be honest with you. Hey, one of the things, too, uh, I see that you are honored to swear in uh, Dr. Jones as a, a deputy uh, a few days ago or a week ago, and he's uh, working on your emergency service unit. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so he's, you know, people say, well, is he a real doctor and is he a real deputy? And the answer is yes. So he's a, a, another thing. He served in the Army. He came out in the Army. He said, well, I either want to be a, a police officer or I want to get into medicine, and he chose medicine, I think. Uh, more education, obviously required, but they make a lot more money. And so he's done with his residency. He's a full-fledged doctor. Uh, he has a obviously a wonderful wife to let him go through all this stuff. So he, he's done. He's worked for Henry County Medical Center, Henry Healthcare. He's in charge of their EMS medicine, and now he's coming over working for our ESU team as the doctor. But also, he's going to be in charge of you know getting better training for Narcan, getting better training for this and that. So it's going to make deputies safer. It's going to make the public safer. And if we have some trauma, he can do whatever a doctor does in the ER on scene. He has his medical bag, but he's a full-fledged licensed police officer. He went through the academy. He went through all the training. Uh, and if you saw the guy walking down the street, you'd think he'd be like a, a construction worker. He's a very, you know, he's from Wyoming, I think. And uh, me and him hit it off. And, uh, I met him last year, and I told him, he told me his plans, and I said, well, when he's done, uh, you're not going anywhere else besides Hennepin County. Uh, he was done, and he came over, and I'm thrilled to have him. Sounds like an overachiever to me. Say, Hutch. Well, uh, he, he, oh, go ahead. I'm good sorry. Dude. I just say he's a good dude. Yeah. So, okay. Hutch, uh, one of the things, too, that uh, I'm really excited about is uh, when you start doing your drives like the – Ramsey County uh, sheriffs doing at night. Uh, yeah, getting well, thirty thousand. Right? Pardon me. Me and you are going to start, aren't we? That's right. That's right. And I heard he stole the idea from you, so um, we're going to wow. mention that many times when we go driving around. Well, you know, I think uh, what we were going to do, and, and Bob's different. You know, he's been around forever. He's you know, he's sixty-five years old. He's been through in St. Paul his whole life, and so uh, he makes mention. Oh, hey, my daughter. Got her first home run there in 1986, or that's the first place I had the best uh, sandwich in in St. Paul. It's like, I can't do that because I haven't been around that long. And uh, I I just, I'm not a storyteller like Bob. Bob's a very good storyteller. And what we're going to do is we're going to go with Crime Lab. We're going to go with Water Patrol. We're going to go with Patrol. We're going to go with with, uh, Court Services, all these divisions. We're just going to go live and and we're going to learn what they do and uh, have a little fun. and, And you and you know, Robert and I can go cruise around Minneapolis, and yeah. eventually uh, I'm, I'm going to be with, with uh, Sheriff Fletcher in his car, and we're going to come to the big city, and I'm going to show him how it's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I know you're a busy guy here, and we're catching you in between meetings. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, as always, on Pilots Progressive Party, and we just want to give we'll let you know that we love you. Well, I love you both more than you know, and... Uh, uh, I can't wait to, just to take a deep breath. I'm finally getting some breath here, but uh, I enjoy your show. I enjoy you both, and I uh, hope to hear from you soon. Right on. That was Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson. Up next, Liz Carr from Stronghearts Native American Helpline. We'll be right back. This is Pilots Progressive Party. Food Freedom Radio is generously supported by Seward Co-op, now offering online ordering and pickup at both the Franklin and Friendship stores. Shop online at seward.coop slash curbside and then pay over the phone. Just call when you arrive at the store for pickup. It's that easy and safe. Offering dedicated pickup times for our first responders, seniors, and those with compromised immune systems from 1 to 2 p.m. Start your shopping at seward.coop slash curbside. Stay safe. 
Cafe Latte combines a cafe dining experience with gourmet quality food. And right now, Cafe Latte has reopened to indoor dining at 50% capacity. So come check out their pizza and wine bar or get a treat from the bakery made fresh daily. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. Hey, Cudigy to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Even though these are challenging times, All Energy Solar is still committed to providing you a cost-effective, environmentally friendly energy system through their zero-contact protocol. Solar remains a great value and long-term investment, but some of the incentive programs will be expiring soon. All Energy Solar can walk you through the entire process. They can evaluate your property by phone or webinar and can even complete preliminary design work without visiting your home. So start saving on your energy bill today and visit allenergysolar.com. One Hemp Kitty in Elko reminds parents, all children need a little discipline now and then, but punishment should leave an impression, not a bruise, a welt, or a scar. If you or someone you know needs help, contact your local authorities immediately. This message from One Hemp Kitty in Elko, living life by the drop, offering pure CBD oil. To learn more, visit online at the number one hempkitty.com or call 612-328-1712. Changing lives one drop at a time. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> we uh, love the Hennepin County Sheriff. Uh, Dave Hutch, yeah. He's doing really a lot um, of good to repair re- relationships um, with people in his area, you know, little by little. That's his biggest thing. He he loves relationships, and he wants a good relationship with the people who he serves. Well, he's a good guy, and I think he totally our, is. Our history with him was uh, the former Hennepin County Sheriff was an Indian fighter, mm-hmm. and we asked Dave, uh, wow, a few years ago, he was on Native Roots Radio, mm-hmm. uh, about uh, would you send people up to Line 3? Would you send people here, you know? And he mm-hmm. said, no, you know, Minneapolis and Hennepin County is uh, over a million people, and he needs to serve them. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fight for some oil, foreign oil company mm-hmm. up north. Mm-hmm. So that that was truly awesome Yeah, to hear. Yeah, we liked him at the beginning. So, yeah. yeah, and he hasn't changed at all nope. either. Mm-mm. Right. So, hey, you know, we got a guest here. That's great. We have a Who guest. we got? We got the Liz, uh, Elizabeth Carr, and she's uh, works. She's a senior Natives Affairs Advisor at Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a national organization that headquarters here in uh, Egan. Uh, I want to welcome you, Liz, if you don't mind me calling you Liz. Yeah, no problem. I'm Ian Miigwitch for having us today. Yeah, I am the Senior Native Affairs Advisor for the Strong Hearts Native Helpline, and it's an honor to be here to talk about some of our new uh, programming that we have on uh, on board. That's great, Liz. This is Wendy here, and what do you do for them? So I, I uh, currently provide uh, congressional and uh, federal relations for the organization and advise on policy decisions that we make, um, both here in D.C., but also on the ground there in Egan. And so we were really excited to be able to access some additional funding that has allowed us to expand our services to include sexual violence advocacy in addition to our domestic violence advocacy that we've, we've been providing since 2017. Wow, yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, we, you know, I had a guest on, um, and he put it this way. He was at a powwow, and somebody told him 
there was beautiful jingle dress dancers out there. And he said, look at those dancers. One out of three of those young, young ladies will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. And that's how, uh, how crazy it is for our people. Yeah, absolutely. Our statistics are disproportionately uh, alarming. Uh, we do see higher rates. And, um, you know, you can really boil it down to uh, Indigenous peoples being targeted um, by dominant civilization throughout history. You know, the impact of colonization um, and rape still impact our communities uh, today. And it's, it's a really sad situation. Um, you know, we, we are twice as likely to experience uh, rape or sexual assault. Um, and every year, on average, um, about 6,000 American Indians aged 12 and older experience sexual assault. So we do have higher numbers. Um, and that's, you know, one of the main reasons why Strong Hearts uh, was created, to be able to provide some of that peer support um, and resources to uh, folks who have been sexually assaulted and, and need some of that um, additional support. Mm-hmm. And Liz, um, could you just give us the the real definition of sexual violence? Sure. So sure an umbrella have term. A lot of different ideas in their head with what that might mean. Yeah, absolutely. So, sexual violence is an umbrella term that we use to refer to any sexual activity um, that occurs without consent of all parties. And consent is defined as mutual, ongoing, and enthusiastic agreement to engage in sexual activity made in a clear state of mind and free from coercion. Um, Oftentimes, sexual violence is perpetrated by someone a survivor knows, and this includes intimate partner relationships. And so there are many different terms to refer to sexual violence that occur within intimate partners, um, including intimate partner sexual violence, domestic violence, intimate partner rape, marital rape, and spousal rape. No matter what term is used or how the relationship is defined, it's never okay to engage in sexual activity without someone's consent. Um, and so that's how we define it, um, and, and, and it's pretty broad. Um, like I said, it's an umbrella term, but it, it's inclusive of, of all types of relationships and all types of um, sexual aggression um, that is unconsented. So. Wow, yeah. So... Um... Obviously, there's a reason why Strong Hearts Helpline is uh, decided. What is the reason that they've decided to to uh, work with sexual violence advocacy um, services? Well, we know that oftentimes uh, sexual violence is part of domestic violence. It's, it's used as a, a way of power control. Um, and so we thought that because it's oftentimes mentioned on calls, that we really wanted to increase the capacity of our staff to be able to address um, sexual violence issues that are raised. And so we're really excited to be able to train our staff um, to be able to appropriately respond to um, callers' needs, um, whatever uh, way they come in. So um, we know that they're intertwined pretty closely and just wanted to be able to um, add that service uh, for our callers. Wow, it, you know, I, what I'd like you to do is uh, let's give the uh, the phone number and the website and the times that you're open, uh, and uh, also I'd like to. Are, would you be able to come back for another segment? Oh, absolutely! Awesome, great. So just so, get, give up yeah. the phone number, please. Sure. So listeners can get in touch with Strongheart by dialing the toll free number one eight four four seven six two. Eight four eight three. That's one eight four four seven six two eight four eight three. Or visit our website address at strongheartshelpline.org. We currently operate from seven a.m. to ten p.m. Central Time, and we also just expanded an additional service to have a chat advocacy. So, folks who uh, aren't able to call in can can access a, an advocate via the online chat option on our website as well. Awesome. Hey, we're talking to Liz Carr, Senior a Native Affairs Advisor at Strong Hearts Native Helpline. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we're going to be right back with Liz after this short break. Hello, it's Keith Ellison. I'm voting for Ilhan Omar in the upcoming DFL primary because she shows up for the community. When they tried to take our vote away or interfere with our right to marry who we love, Ilhan stepped up and urged everybody to vote no twice. When Trump 
announced his Muslim ban, Ilhan Omar organized thousands of Minnesotans to stand up and say no. Everybody's welcome in Minnesota. When COVID-19 hit, Ilhan passed the Meals Act, guaranteeing school meals for all of our district students and 20 million students nationwide. She raised over $300,000 to support local organizations. Now, we need to show up for Ilhan. Go to dfl.org and get your ballot. Vote early at your county office or vote in person on August 11th. I'm Ilhan Omar, and I approve this message. Paid for by Ilhan for Congress. Let Next Chapter Booksellers help you catch up on your summertime reading. Their expert staff can help make book recommendations no matter what your taste. Plus, Next Chapter Booksellers also sells a wide variety of puzzles and games. They have free home delivery within St. Paul for orders over $50 and free mail shipments within the U.S. for orders over $50. Open daily by phone from 10 to 3. Call 651-225-8989 or visit nextchapterbooksellers.com. Hi, this is Chad Hobot with Social Media MN. If you're running for office or a grassroots ballot initiative, getting out door-to-door made a lot of sense before coronavirus. Progressive candidates historically win elections with one-to-one voter contact, door-knocking, and by organizing. With coronavirus, candidates and ballot initiatives need to pivot and recalibrate with a digital marketing strategy to provide one-to-one voter contact and organizing opportunities. An effective digital strategy will likely determine if your race goes blue this year or whether you're singing the blues. So, if you want to be singing Hail to the Chief on Election Day, Social Media MN can help. For a hassle-free consultation, contact us today at 763-244-4058. That's 763-244-4058. Or visit us online at socialmediamn.com. That's socialmediamn.com. AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lolia. Mostly cloudy overnight with a low of 63, and a slight chance of showers and storms on Thursday with a high of 80. Minnehaha Falls Landscaping continues the tradition of service, quality, and community that their customers have grown to expect. They provide outdoor environments that grow beauty and support health and wellness. Check them out at MinnehahaFallsLandscape.com or call 612-724-5454. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome, Wendy. Yeah, welcome back, Robert. Heck, we got this really good guest on right now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, Liz Carr, Senior uh, Native Affairs Advisor from Strong Hearts Native Helpline. Uh, welcome back, Liz. Thank you. Good, good you're there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We thought maybe we lost you, but... Uh, we got scared. So, I'm so still Liz, here. <laughs> oh, good. We're happy. <laughs> um, so what we were talking about is um, sexual violence, and we know that there are some extremely horrific effects, like um, reactions and, and emotions stemming uh, from sexual vir- violence, correct? And w- what are some of them? Yeah, oftentimes we think about uh, traumatic events in our lives causing um, what is commonly known as post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a serious psychological disorder suffered by millions of people who've been exposed to extreme uh, stress, violence, or loss. Um, sexual assault is an extreme uh, stress um, and is a traumatic experience. And so oftentimes after a sexual assault has occurred, um, a victim can experience a multitude of debilitating emotions. Um, processing trauma is never easy. Um, but putting labels on the emotions can help put some things into perspective. So fear is one of the most common victim reactions. Um, a victim can associate the, result, the assault with certain sights, sounds, smells, thoughts, and places, um, reminding them of, of, a, of the place that um, the violence occurred. Um, for weeks or months after the assault, fear and anxiety can be triggered by any number of reminders of the assault. So that's one of the um, major emotions that uh, victims may feel. Um, guilty feeling, feelings are also um, a result of self-blame. Um, victims may think such things as I shouldn't have been out that way or I should have dressed different, differently. Um, they may even feel guilty about what they had to do in order to survive. They didn't scream, fight back, report the crime. 
It can also be a result of living in a society where victim blaming is quite prevalent, unfortunately. Um, another emotion or another reaction is shock. Um, and that occurs when the victim feels numb and disconnected. And it occurs when the victim just can't process what has happened to them. Uh, victims who remain calm or can't cry is an indication in and of itself that they're experiencing an emotional shock. And then the last one that we often see is disrupted relationships um, can occur when the victim feels embarrassed or ashamed and becomes withdrawn in or depressed. Um, and this can lead the victim to avoid people, places, and things that remind them of the trauma. So those are the, uh, you know, the common uh, reactions um, and emotions that, uh, you know, studies and, and um, sociologists and psychologists have found um, amongst victims of sexual assault. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of um, emotion there, and everybody, it seems, uh, feels something different or maybe not feel anything, as you said. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. How is Strong Hearts Native Helpline now helping people who have had um, experienced sexual violence in the past and who have, have just, you know, had sexual violence? Yeah, so our Native Helpline advocates are trained to take a Native-centered, empowerment-based approach to every call and chat. Um, our services are completely free, anonymous, and confidential. Um, for those who have experienced or experiencing sexual violence, we offer the following services, peer support and advocacy, um, basic information about health options, uh, support finding a local health facility or crisis center that is trained to care for survivors of sexual assault, and offer services like sexual assault forensic exams. Um, we also do referrals to Native-centered sexual violence service providers um, that can assist victims with uh, the next steps towards healing and recovery, as well as long-term support, and also general information about jurisdiction and legal advocacy, um, which we all know seems to be an issue in Indian country with the, the complex legal jurisdiction uh, situation that we find ourselves in um, on our reservation lands. Yeah, we were talking about that last night in a, a, a symposium we do online, and uh, one of the interesting things is a, a young person who works for a Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Coalition uh, gave you guys a big shout-out and talked about her work and then gave your number out a few times. So I, I, I'm really excited. Uh, how many calls or how busy are you? I mean, that's kind of a weird question, but is there a lot of people calling in? Yeah, we, we do get quite a few calls in, in, unfortunately, but also fortunately that, you know, we're glad to be uh, of service. I think the ultimate thing that we've learned over the past um, couple of years is that um, the reason why Strong Hearts was uh, created in the first place was the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which is a mainstream organization, um, wasn't getting as many calls from Native uh, victims or survivors as you might expect given our um, our really disproportionate statistics for violence in our communities. And so there was a, a an indication that there was a need for a Native-centered um, hotline. And we have seen um, quite a few callers call in. And a lot of times they're just looking for that peer support, but that's what we're there to provide. And so, um, you know, if, if we're back online some other time, I can, I, I can provide some actual raw numbers and data. Um, but we're probably close to around 8,000 calls since our inception. Wow! Wow, that's awesome. Uh, one of well, we're going to probably invite you too to. Uh, we do a national symposium of Native Americans all over uh, Turtle Island since COVID, and uh, we'll, we're going to probably do one on uh, murdered, missing Indigenous uh, people and uh, uh, the abuse that happens to to all of us. And so we're going to probably reach out to you and have you come on uh, also because it's 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 just a huge thing. I mean, I still can't get over one out of three of our Native uh, daughters are going to be, and women are going to be abused. And not only that, we also have uh, Two-Spirit and young boys and old pe older people. It's just an uh, epidemic that really needs to be taken out of the shadows. Absolutely. Well, let's, uh, let's give the number and the address again, and uh, and then we'll we'll talk to you again soon. Let's do that real quick. So our toll-free number is 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-762-8483. Um, and our website is strongheartshelpline.org. 
Yeah, we'll put that up on our Facebook uh, with this Facebook Live that we do, too. Um, Peeny Gigi, thank you so much for being on and really enlightening us and also uh, how important your organization is to our Native people. And the work that you do, Liz, is so, so important. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Miigwech for having me. Peeny Gigi, we'll talk to you again real soon. So that was uh, Liz Liz Carr, Wendy. Uh, that was that's... Senior Native um, Affairs Advisor at Strong Hearts Native Helpline, and I'm so happy that there are resources like this out there. So yeah, you know, help a lot of people. It, it's it's just and it was shocking to to hear her say how many calls that they were getting. Um, but at the same time, I'm. It makes me happy that people are reaching out and getting the help that they need, and they'll then be able to heal. Yeah, and and you understand this because you're in the medical field too. It's very important for our native brothers and sisters to talk to somebody that uh, is connected in the native way. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. You know, yeah, of course. I love telling your story um, and what you do, and it's real. It's really heart heartwarming yeah. about. Um, that you do know a lot about Native Americans because mm-hmm. you're born, you're um, born, you're married, married to, to one. one, right? So when I when I'm a pharmacist and when I talk to patients who are Native American, I kind of ask them sometimes, you know, do you mind if I ask you what tribe you're from? Um, and then they'll they'll tell me, and I and I'll say, oh, my, well, by the way, my husband is Ho Chunk, and I, I could feel the wall come down and them relaxing a little bit, and and they're they open up with me a little bit more just because they know that I maybe get it a little. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. I think it really helps. Definitely. It, it really, really does help. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, don't ever minimize that. That's crazy. It's just, uh, warmed my heart when I heard you tell me that a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things too, again, I talked a little bit about the symposiums we do and, uh, and then AM 950 replays them, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Last night, uh, was it last night? I'm just, everything's a blur. Yes, yes it was. Night. We did one with, uh, politicians all over Turtle Island and up Northern Minnesota and uh, this was a headline that I'd love to see. It's all four Native candidates running for office in Kansas won their primary election Tuesday, including one who is presumptive uh, of winner. Mm-hmm. That's easy for me to see. say. As uh, long as you could say Yosemite, you're Yos- okay. Yosemite. Uh, in the state house seat and, and become Kansas' youngest sitting legislator after no one filed to run against her in November. That's awesome. She was 26 years old, and she's uh, Denny, and she won the Democratic uh, primary with 70% of the vote. It's uh, just Wow, that's fantastic. We're coming. Good for her. We're that's coming. That's great. The yeah. Native vote and uh, mm-hmm. get the Native census out there mm-hmm. and do all these, all these things that we need to do. Uh, our sister, um, who's in Ho-Chunk, uh, Sharice Davids, mm-hmm. uh, she was unopposed. So she goes on to the general election in Kansas, too. There's something in the water here, Wendy. (laughs) There is something in the water, but it's good stuff in the water. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. If you're if you're not uh, what at the table or what's the other saying, you're being what's served. And I I like how uh, Audrey Thayer up there in Bemidji says that, uh, you know, or Nancy Bolio is like, if you're not at the table, Get a folding chair and get up to it. Mm-hmm, that's and that's right. what we have to do. And, uh, and we appreciate uh, all the white uh, uh, people that are supportive of us in, uh, in Turtle Island here. And we Thank really, you. Yeah, and we really, we really need you because we're 3% uh, of the population here. And uh, so it's going to be a big fight. But one of the things, too, is the native vote really, really, uh, it's not a cliche counts, but it mm-hmm. really counts. And it can make big changes. It could, Difference, it could turn, turn the key, turn flip. the flip it. Yeah. yeah. Could definitely flip it. Oh, that was easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, so one of the things too, is that we have all those, uh, candidates up there and uh, we're, we're having them on a native roots radio or it's FYI politics, uh, rocks the vote, native style. And we're going to be on Tuesdays 
uh, all election season at 2 p.m., mm-hmm. you know, in conjunction with AM 950 and uh, uh, MN 350. And uh, so we're really grateful to have this voice and to be able to send it out on the airwaves and get it out on iTunes and, and just uh, get the native voice out there. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Robert. I'm glad. And you're doing really good work. Well, you're doing it, too. And uh it's just a, a, a great thing. Oh, the cat said you're doing a good job, too, it sounds like. So uh, let's, why don't we take a quick short break here uh, and uh, watch uh, Tom and Jerry fight here. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. This is Pilot's Progressive Party with uh, Wendy Pilot, Wanda. And Lucy. We'll be right back. Did you know there's deconstruction funding available now for homeowners and contractors in Hennepin County? If you are embarking on a remodel or teardown this year, consider hiring Better Futures Minnesota's deconstruction crews instead of demolition. By taking a house or building apart by hand instead of destroying it with heavy equipment, the materials can be reused or recycled instead of going into the landfill. It is much more cost-effective and is a carbon-neutral solution. Go to BetterFuturesMinnesota.com and look under Business Services to learn more. I love the Toyotas I've gotten at Rudy Luther Toyota, but I keep going back because of Luther's top-notch customer service. A great example, the Luther Advantage card. With every new and used vehicle purchase, you'll get three years of $0.10 off per gallon of gas at Holiday Station stores and $5 off the works car washes. And I can tell you, it will save you a lot of money over three years. The Luther Advantage card keeps you happy in your Rudy Luther vehicle. Find out more at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hey, Kudigi to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Horry Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake. What a this is, what is back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Thank you, Robert. I'm here. What a show. What a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had uh, an up in county sheriff, Dave Hutchinson, on. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Liz from, uh, help me out here, Wendy. <laughs> what was the show? So it was Liz Carr from Strong, Strong Hearts. Hearts Native Helpline, which <laughs> they're doing great work with uh, people who have been um, experienced sexual violence. So. It's so huge, and uh, to support uh, a support a group like that mm-hmm. and have them on as much as we can. Yeah. Um, and again, I was talking about uh, Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Coalition mm-hmm. group. That's a great group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they know how to find uh, help, and specifically that group, mm-hmm. uh, they can get you help. And uh, we know it's a, an epidemic. Mm-hmm. Really, it really it is. is. And I I think it's kept under the carpet, and a lot of people don't realize how widespread it is. So we need to just bring awareness about that. Exactly. And um, you know, we were talking a little bit during break, and it's just like, like you do a part of our show called Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake which is on one to three on Saturdays mm-hmm. and you do one on our sacred animals yeah. and, and, and every animal's sacred, yeah. every being's sacred. Mm-hmm. And this part about this, uh, 
this poor dog that was torn, uh, tied up to a tree, Wendy. Yeah, the dog, it seems that it was found in Blaine, Minnesota. And um, it, it also, um, the St. Paul Animal Control is investigating and trying to find out who did this horrific crime to this, this poor dog. Uh, the dog was about a, is about a year old, and they named him Riptide. Um, and the Humane Society of the United States is offering a $5,000 reward to anyone with information that might lead to an arrest. So if anybody out there knows anything about um, this dog or who hurt this dog and who left this dog, the dog was so bad, badly injured uh, when they found him that they had to amputate one of his legs because it couldn't be repaired. Uh, so this dog was in really bad shape. I'm happy that the dog is in, in good hands right now, being taken care of, and um, there's an investigation. And I'm assuming that he'll eventually maybe go into foster care and then, you know, go up for adoption. So Yeah, really it's horrific. Hey, one of our dog. big fans, Gary, was on uh, CARE 11 and about uh, – what he was doing and so people catch that that was awesome uh to see him see him on yeah Carolina. gary is a, a very big fan of am 950 mm -hmm. uh he calls in a lot and um he, and he just, has good things to say he really does and he's an we artist could use you right now gary mm -hmm. <laughs> uh so he was on care 11 yeah i remember he called a lot was it last week or the week before and saying that he was going to be on uh -huh. and it was about kind of a pen pile thing because he's in covid right now Right. A, his, so for home. like old older people who don't have a lot of uh, interaction with people, it can get lonely, uh, you know, and it's people it's really hard for people. So he has a pen pal and he was talking about uh, his pen pal and how they write back and forth and keep in touch. And it kind of keeps him busy. Um, and um, it's really hard uh, for older people and for anybody who doesn't have someone else in their life. I mean, honestly, Robert, I know that some, you know, sometimes we get on each other's nerves, but um, I honestly couldn't. I love you. I, what, I don't see any problem. <laughs> I, Is there a problem? I, there's no problem. But I honestly could not imagine going through this uh, pandemic and quarantine and the stay at home order uh, without you. I mean, it would. I would be really lonely. Yeah. And uh, you're a homebody as it is. Mm -hmm. So like you, ne you never leave the house. I, so I, I got to walk around the block yeah. just, to, just to get it together. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've always been in my younger days, uh, kind of a gypsy running around here and <laughs> there and going That's around. Right. But uh, as I'm older, I am a home, I am a homebody. You lived in Olympia. I lived in Olympia, Washington. For one year, and I hear mm -hmm. about it every almost every day. I had That <laughs> was a very big impact on my life, and a lot of things happened in that year that literally shaped who I am today. So, Well, you're my best wife so far. Okay, and you're my best husband so far. <laughs> and, and this cat is our best cat so far, I think. <laughs> well, our cat right now, Lucy, uh, is in renal failure, so she has renal failure. Her kidneys are not functioning as well as they should. She's an older cat, and it is quite common for cats to get renal failure as they get older. Um, and we give her... Um, fluids so we give her iv fluids like three times a week and we do that at home um it's quite challenging sometimes we have to wrap her in a towel and robert holds her while i kind of stick her with the iv but then she only has to stay there for about five minutes and it doesn't really hurt her i mean if anybody she just, matches my shirt <laughs> if you're on our facebook page right now robert's holding lucy and uh she matches the shirt. Uh, but anyway, she, she's holding her own and she's doing really well. So we're going to just keep her as comfortable. And the fluids just help her kidneys function better. So It's awesome to have an older animal like this. And what, what, they, what they can do is uh, really push your buttons. Mm -hmm. And like this one we've had for 14, 15 years. And I think she's hungry and she's trying to tell well, she the knows. radio audience yeah. uh, that she's hungry. So. Right. <laughs> Well, it's true. You know what? If you live with animals long enough and they don't speak English, right? They don't speak our language, but how do we know what they want? We, we always do know what they want. We know when they're hungry, when they're jealous, when they want to go out, if they're cold, if they're scared. We know all these things about these animals and they don't speak English because of their body language and how they interact with us. And um, I 
these animals honestly become part of your your soul and our family so yeah that's um, right yeah hey uh you uh mailed your uh, early uh my my voting my mail-in voting yeah uh i mailed it in yeah yesterday yeah. was the deadline it had to be postmarked uh yesterday um to, and, to get my ballot so i'll get a ballot in the mail and i can go in person mm -hmm. uh and vote i just have to bring that ballot with me uh or i can do it by mail right so Right. And then next Tuesday is the primary. Next Tuesday is the primary. So, yeah. So uh, we need to make sure everyone's registered and mm -hmm. vote. Uh, mm -hmm. If you've never uh, voted, uh, please register and vote. This yeah. is uh, probably and it's almost kind of a cliche mm -hmm. that uh, this is like the biggest election of our lives. But yeah. this really is. The last one was supposed to be too. Look what well, happened. Well, you know, 2018 was good. Mm -hmm. 2016 bad. Right. You know, <laughs> so let's flip these houses because one of the one of the things that we need to remember, we need to remember that we outnumber them. Mm -hmm. uh, the people in red states that uh, are maybe support uh, 45. Mm -hmm. They're going to vote for sure. Mm -hmm. They're nothing's going to stop right. them. And I just want to say this really quickly. You know, I, I hear people saying, "Oh, I'm going to vote the green team," or "I'm going to vote for," uh, you know, whoever else. I'm going to vote for Bernie. So all of those votes are not going to go towards Biden. They're going to go towards Trump. And um, for anything, if you don't want to vote for Joe Biden, just think of it this way: you're voting for Joe Biden because. When Ruth Ginsburg, I mean, she's eventually going to have to be replaced, right? So yeah. this way, Joe Biden will be able to replace her with another Democratic. Well, the bottom line is, yeah, a liberal, uh, moderate liberal, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Um, Supreme Court. court. Judge. Judge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I thought we were playing charades there for we a second. Were. I didn't oh. know whether you were going to say it or I was going to say it. I but knew it was yeah, so fault. vote, even if you don't love Joe, vote for him because of that. Yeah, and one of the one of the things, too, because I think uh, we get upset because I was upset with Obama because Obama could have stopped Standing Rock mm -hmm. at any time. He was more of a centrist. I always said he was a centrist. Mm -hmm. um, but we can push these people in our direction, but we have to get. Uh, Democrats and people like-minded uh, in office so we can push them in our direction. Absolutely. And you're not going to love everything about whoever it is. You're just not. But let's pick the most the reasonable person. Right. And we don't have anybody reasonable now. And let's flip it. Let's get the native vote out. Let's mm -hmm. get everybody out to vote. Let's energize. And what a great show, Wendy. <laughs> you did it again, Robert. Uh, pulled one out of the old hat. Wow. Well, we want to th especially thank Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson for being on and Liz Carr from Strong Hearts uh, Native Helpline. This is Pilots Progressive Party, and we'll see you Saturday on Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake 1 to 3. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs>